Yo. What's up? Okay, alright, I'm gonna get started right now. Um, <clears throat> my name is Keeper. I'll go by Keeb. Usually I have my right hand man with me, but I'm doing this alone and I got my special guest, man. I've been waiting to do this one because I've been seeing she's doing amazing things. I got the amazing Crystal Jones. Tell us how about yourself. Um, hey, I'm Crystal. Um, I kind of own my own business and stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually pretty busy. Full time college student. Um, on the track team. So, as mentioned, just a very busy person. Yeah, very busy person. So, I'm glad you take the time to do this. So, like, really, let's go ahead and start from the business. So, like, what really made you to do something like this? Like, like I see a lot of girls do something like this, but yours really changing the game and helping a lot of women to, like, grow back to hair. Um, I guess, well, when I was younger, I was always used to getting my hair hot combed or getting it straightened because it was so thick. And my mom really didn't know how to take care of it in, like, you know, the natural state. So then come high school, and I'm noticing, like, my hair don't really curl up like everybody else's. And I'm just thinking, like, okay, well, maybe that's just how my hair is. It ain't meant to be curly. So then I start to notice, like, whenever I wash my hair, the roots would curl up, but the ends would kind of look like, you know, sis, what's going on? So then I was like, what if I cut it off? Like, maybe it'll grow back like that. So then I think it was my 10th grade year. I cut it into a bob. And then it started. And I realized once I got it cut, it grew back really fast. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should do the big chop. And, you know, like the natural hair movement stuff started going on. Everybody started hopping on the wave of cutting their hair off, you know. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, well, shoot. (laughs) So it was like junior year. Um, the, over the summer after junior year, going into my, like, I might as well just go ahead and try some new. So last year in high school, and get it out the way before college. So then I went and got my hair cut off, and <laughs> I remember getting in the car and crying because I was like, "Oh no, this was a big mistake. I do not like this." <laughs> and so then over time, I had to start, you know, researching what products are good to use and. You know, I found something that was good for my hair. But then I was like, okay, this stuff is just not getting back to as long as I want it fast enough. And I want to dye my hair. So then I let somebody bleach and dye my hair. Bad mistake. So it was good, like, the first few months and the first few colors. But then after a while, like, I could just feel how stringy the ends were. And it felt like it felt before I had cut it off the first time. So I was like, dang, I might be over with. I might just have to start over again. So I tried to hold on to it. You know, I think I dyed it um, pink was like the last color I did. And after that, I was like, yeah, I just need to let it go. Because I wanted my hair to be long, which it was growing, but I wanted it to be healthy. Mm, you know, I didn't want it. I didn't want it to look all stringy and stuff, which it didn't look stringy when it dried up. But I could tell when it was wet. Okay. So then, so then I pretty much chopped off all the bleach and the color out of it. And then I was like, well, you know what? I realized how much I wanted to take care of my hair. So that's when I started and made my own hair oil. And then it just went from there. It just went from there. I realized the hair oil was working. My hair was growing. It was healthy. And I wanted to share that with other people because I knew a lot of people going through the same stuff with, you know, heat damage or chemical damage and all that stuff so now that's where i am today hey it's just it's amazing to hear from a good story like like it really 
like ups and downs from like when it comes to doing a lot of um doing your own hair and everything. So so like how it was when you started the business, like it was I know it was like it comes with a lot of ups and downs and you're still going up right now and everything, but like yeah. how was it going through that process right now? Um, I would say at first it was a little easier because you know I wasn't getting as many orders. Mm-hmm. But um I think just starting out, it was fun figuring out like ways to do stuff faster. Cause at first I was like, you know, hand making each bottle by order. I wasn't doing it ahead of time because I had the time to do it because it wasn't so many orders. And then um I was going to the post office and standing in the lines to send my orders off, right? Mm-hmm. Then once I started getting like maybe 10 orders at a time, I realized that became a lot. Like making 10 bottles, trying to do them all the same day, packaging them the same day, and then having to stand in the line at the post office. I was like, yeah, you know, you get to the post office and I'm setting all these packages on the counter and they looking at me <laughs> like, <laughs> they like, uh, sis, you should have been did this. So then I, you know, um, research some different like different machines and stuff i could have like a um ship and label printer where mm-hmm. i can do the labels ahead of time pay for them ahead of time and all i have to do is drop them off mm. and, and now i'm just um i'm starting to get more orders so eventually there's a way where i can get them to pick it up so i don't have to drive and carry in 20 30 different packages but they'll come and pick it up yeah so, like amazon is all you just come to you yeah, so the only, like, really hard part about it is probably just time management, not waiting to the last minute, doing bottles ahead of time, making, um, like, I just dropped the hair butter, which is, like, a moisturizer, so doing that stuff ahead of time, because the hair, making the hair butter is steps to that one, it's not just, you know, like it is with the oil, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. yeah, because I, I seen you really make the chocolate one, and it was like it really. I see how the results went from a lot of people, and I like I see a lot of things. Um, from not um, see from um, I think I had no, I think I had his brother on here. I see how Swan did it, and then I see how other girls on the track teams I used to run with did it. It's like a lot of people really showed the results from it. Like they hair from went short to really long, like then like like one month or a couple weeks. Like it really process really be hidden. So yeah. it's just, so it's like that's amazing to see that. So um like really do. So what's your goal for the next um thing to do? Like is this your side hustle or just like a little main goal to do? Um, this is definitely something I want to keep up. Like eventually like I want to have my own factory and all that stuff and I've been telling people for a long time I want to open my own natural hair salon so even like in the salon I could sell my own stuff so my my next goal is probably just getting to the point where it's too much for me and I have to hire other people I, I see like um yeah because you doing this by yourself right now in the mm-hmm. corner it's kind of hit it so it's like I see why the shipping is really going crazy it's like you it's like really going crazy right now yeah, you saving a lot of girls. Salute today, yo! You <laughs> saving a lot of girls, man. Uh, salute today. So, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Like man. I wanted to color my hair so bad, and I would say that um, if I took care of it better, it probably wouldn't have went the way it went. But mm-hmm. I was just learning how to take care of my hair like that. So it's just trial and error. And now that I know, and I can help other people, like that's what I'm doing. 
Exactly. So like we ain't, like we still young as hell. We're not in like in the mid twenties or something. We just scared. Right. <laughs> we're still younger here, so we still have to grow back like a freaking snap. So we still straight. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what like you made a difficult decision during high school. You played basketball, then you did try it, then you really made a decision you really want to focus on track. So what really made you do that? Um I think I don't know. I think it's just more of a passion thing. Like, which one was I? Which I'm naturally like a hard worker, so I was going hard in basketball practice. I was going hard in track practice, but it was just figuring out where my heart was and which one I really wanted to do. And I'm not necessarily where I need to be or where I want to be in track, but just the fact that, you know, that's something that I still enjoy doing regardless. Yeah. You know, beside the times, beside the competition, like it's still something that I just love doing because there's a reason I'm getting up at 5 a.m. and going to practice every day. Not just for my well-being, but because for some reason it's something that I love to do. Workouts in the morning be killing me, man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to kill a dude, bro. I don't care what I they do. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get you better. Are you sure? Are you really sure? <laughs> right. I swear. How did I turn to a mallard? I was a hundred runner. Is just gonna get me better. Like, why is it taking so long? Oh, you man, you taking forever to do one thing, but. Right. Understand through the season and everything, you like you really like watching you and everything. You dealt with, like you've been a team leader and you dealt with so many people from coming in and out from the track team. So, what was your like? What was your hardest thing to do on the track? Like, like from like um being on the track team, like what was your hardest thing you had to learn to do? Um, like you said, being a leader. So I would say finding time for the other people because. Like, my coach would come to me a lot about talking to people, even if it's not even necessarily about track, but, like, about grades and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, sometimes it get overwhelming because I'm like, well, I got my own stuff to deal with. But yeah. at the same time, that's what comes with being a leader. Like, you got to find the time for those other people on the team that don't have that same motivation that I have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, just – that's just probably the hardest part, just managing my stuff and then also – carrying the load of somebody else's because there was multiple times where like people on the team will get discouraged at practice or something like that Mm -hmm. and I may be having a bad day but you know I just sometimes as a leader you got to suck it up at least for the moment and go help that person out and half the time helping them make you feel better yourself exactly I I have to learn how to be a leader from like seeing you by watching y'all coming in and really deal with my BS all the time and thinking like my head was on top of the game but I had to learn from the fact after my junior year I said you know what I'd rather have a team love me than hate me when I leave because I want right. to uh, yeah I don't want to come back and say oh yeah that's Keebran I'm like no I want to come back and say Keebran I'm like yeah right right exactly and it feels so good like when I would go back to the track and see people from high school like it may not even be somebody I talk to on a regular basis or have talked to in a long time and they still be so happy to see me and I'm just like hey yeah so that's what I learned from like being a leader and everything and I say my second thing from learning was learn how to take care of my body. So I felt like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, because I did not really think that was real. I was like, man, you know what? It's just easy. Just come out here, run, and go to sleep, and don't do nothing. No, it's and like, I, I used to tell you that. I used to tell you that. <laughs> I was the same way. Freshman, sophomore year, I had it good. I stopped dancing. And I feel like that's the, big, the biggest part, like when it comes to stretching and stuff, because yeah. I was in dance and I was, you know, 
I was forced to stretch every day, forced to do that extra core. I never had any injuries. I stopped dancing come junior year, and I got hurt. I was like, ooh, that's like a slap in the face because... Oh, God. And before you, it was people telling me the same thing. And I'm like, you know, I don't got to do all that because I already do it in dance. Then once I stopped being forced to do it, you know, in dance class, I got real lazy. And that stuff is important. Exactly, I felt that. So it's just like, like that's why I realized they really slap you and tell you, like, yo, you gotta really focus on your body because, like, your body ain't the same like that no more. So right. that's I had to realize, like, oh yeah, do yoga at every time watching TV, stretch every before you go to bed or wake up in the morning, right. stretch and stuff. And I was and like, honestly, man, honestly, like stretching before you go to bed help you go to sleep. Like, because they made me, like, my freshman year in college, they made me run cross-country first. So, I had to adjust my sleep schedule of getting up at 5 a.m. every single day. You know, because track has 5 a.m. practices sometimes, but cross-country does it every day. <laughs> like, you don't get out of it. So, like, learning, like, if you stretch before you go to bed, and I'm talking about, like, actually do yoga before you go to bed, it help you go to sleep. You'll pass out in 30 minutes. Man, like... Honestly, that's sleep schedule, man. I, could, I probably had to tell Coach, you got to catch me on the weekend. Like, <laughs> that's too much. Just like you got schoolwork, then you got to wake up early in the morning and balance right. all that. That's a lie. The more thing yeah, I was balancing. If I practice, it already be late. Man, that's a lie. Like, coming from, um, how could you really balance that? Like, really, when, like, what made you in that mindset, yo, I got this? Um,. I think the biggest thing that helped me was doing assignments ahead of time. If you could. Now, you know, some classes you can't do them ahead of time because you haven't learned about it or whatever. Exactly. But what I started doing is it like, because sometimes like the bigger projects, they'll talk about that beginning of the semester and it may be like a paper or something, but me starting on it early. So when it came down to the time where it was due, I didn't have a lot of work left. And, you know, I'm not having to stay up late all the time, which I definitely have my late days where I'm up to 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning trying to finish an assignment that's due at 9 a.m. And it happens. It happens. But if you just if you can get as much ahead as you can, that's probably the best thing. It really is. I've I, I really been learning from college and everything. Um, been really learning. I, I have that mindset. It just – it will be on my mind so much. I just can't let it go. So I would just – I don't matter. I don't matter if I'm really having a hard time. I'll look at that paper like we get ready to hit. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this through. Like yo, I don't care mm-hmm. what we're gonna do. Right. One of us gonna feel happy at the end. I'm gonna pass right. this. But and that feeling of submitting that paper or turning that paper in, whatever it is, it feels too good. It feels so good. But only thing I say I get mad about is like every day I walk in that English class and they be ready to give you another essay. <laughs> as soon as you finish one, as soon as you finish one, here come another one. Yes. I, I say, yo, so I'm like, do you think I'm a freaking like I'm just I'm looking at that teacher like, yo, do you think I'm a blogger or something? I could just exactly. like that. Like, no, exactly. I don't got it like that, bro. And it don't be no two, three pages. It be, you know, six, five plus pages. Oh, yeah. She said, I want a five pages on each page long. Not no short one. Long. Mm-hmm. I, I said, I looked at her. I looked at that teacher like, yo, I'm not going to come visit you. And when they say five pages, they mean five full pages, not five four and a half. Right. Like, really. That's why I said, we really, that's why I look back. I say, dang. 
they really some things in high school they taught us for like gyro, but some things they really should have just like you should have just told me some of these teachers were gonna give me back to back essays. You did not tell me that. I would not prefer that. <laughs> like I would really not prefer that. Um, that was really crazy out here. That's why I really mm-hmm. learned. So since it's Corona really hit, so what like um did you have a chance to do your trade season doing before the Corona hits? Uh no. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So they, <laughs> they canceled they did cancel outdoor. And the crazy part is Kevin, like, oh, so I had I've been struggling with my shins, right? Mm-hmm. Which you know, Ori. And so there's they were stress fractures. And you know, those are kind of hard to get rid of. A lot of people they end up running with those like for forever. Unless they get the surgery done. And I've been trying my best to not have to resort to no surgery because I really don't want that. Because at that point it's like, do I even really want to do this? But, um, okay, so once we got home for spring break, I'm talking about I was working out day in, day out, every day. I was so ready to go back. I was doing, like, the harder workouts that the coach was giving us before we left. I was hitting my times that I was supposed to be hitting. And then I found out we're not going back. (laughs) And then I found out that my season canceled. (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm, like, I'm talking about I was, like, probably getting ready to like peak for outdoor nope COVID-19 said psych we're not doing none of that and you know like that's like real discouraging because it's like I just did all this work and now we're not even gonna have a season I, so, I, put, I put some rain summer traveling because after my situation with the co- colleges about when they talk about my scholarship so I had to go to a different school so uh-huh. I said, yeah, so Coach Kenny said, just run summer chat. We can get more um, loose. I was like, bet. And uh, all I know is I'm getting ready, like, working out in the morning and doing a lot of core and everything. So I missed on straight. So all I know is they said uh, that I get a message from um, Coach. I was like, so when y'all getting ready to start summer chat? He said, oh, y'all see my our season over. So I don't know this <laughs> summer. I said, what? I like, I look on Twitter. Um, they, <laughs> I look on Instagram. Right. Everybody posting about their season. I said, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Exactly. Like, and it's so discouraging because after that, it's like, bro, what am I even working out for? Like, bro. you know, you know, you should be working out, but it's just that motivation <sighs> is just like kicked to the ground. After yes. That. Like, it really, I'm I'm not going to count to anybody who feel this. Like, I know some people are going to say, oh, no. I'm like, no, no. Your motivation be up and down when you don't got your favorite sport playing yes. right now. Like, yes. When like, you don't I, have that responsibility of knowing you finna go back, like, that motivation is just not there. And for me, like, I, you know, every week I at least try to get two workouts in, which is what my coach said because, you know, in Georgia, where we are, our tracks and stuff are not open, like, in some places. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, at least make sure you're getting two to three workouts in, which I try to do that. But I also, like, since our season was canceled, I went ahead and got a job. So, I don't know. And get, he told get the me, bread, like, man. You save up. Right. And so he told me, like, um, well, you can run cross country when you get back. And so the fact that that's ringing in the back of my head, I'm like, well, what I need to work out for? Because cross country get their mouths in. And whatever little quarantine pounds I done put on, they, I'm going to drop them in a week. Right. That's, that's what happened in my freshman year when I came in. I'm talking about people was like, dang, what you been doing? You lost some weight. I'm like, cross country. And folks, 
you know, they running miles on miles every single day. So the fact that I know I'm going to have to do that, I don't even be that worried. Because I'm like, if I'm out of shape, I'm going to be in shape within two weeks running cross country. Man. The uh. only other thing that's going to have to get back is the strengthening part. And I'd be so scared. I don't even want to go to no gyms with this virus stuff going on. <sighs> I ain't gonna cap. The only thing I've been, only thing I've really been doing, doing playing another sport. I've been running a little bit, mm-hmm. but not like I, like not the workout coach Greg or coach Ke- coach Dex right, will give right. So the most thing I go do is go play basketball, and, and I just so uh, and I'm like, and that's after that, good. Yeah. Like the fact that you still getting outdoors, that's good. And like at work and stuff, I'm always I work at Home Depot, so. I'm always lifting and doing all that stuff. So I know I'm getting something, but I know it's going to hurt when them full workouts come back. You're right. Like, I say the best feeling um is waking up sore. At least I know I put in work. I'm like, at least right. I'm like, like, that's the only thing I love doing. At least I know I did something. If I ain't wake up sore, I'm like, okay, that means I'm not doing nothing right and everything. So, right. So, it just... So I heard it is still question about um they gonna they might cancel outdoor though I mean still on cancel doing a um, um coming up season though for the corona. Um, I know my coach said um he not sure about indoor, and this is honestly the same thing I said. I was like I don't see us having an indoor season, but by you know next year for outdoor, I think we're gonna be all right. But you mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. But he did tell us like cross country is still gonna have a season. So I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> now about the meets and stuff, that's honestly what I'm scared about is the cross-country meets. Because, you know, with cross-country races, everybody start out standing next to each other. Yeah, so it don't matter. Nobody, oh, like, they don't care about none yeah, of that. Yeah, so, like, so if they gonna, is they going to make us wear masks when we run or what? Like, that's going to be terrible. But at the same time, it's like, if you really want to compete, you're going to put a mask on. I got to put the I know for practice. For practice, I'm going to have, like, you know, the little workout mask? Uh-huh. I'm going to have one on, and I know them things hurt. Like, I know them things hurt. Man, <laughs> it's hard to breathe. I don't understand yeah, it's how hard anybody... to breathe Because they force you to slow your breathing down, and they strengthen your lungs. And I know it's going to hurt, especially during cross-country. But I know I don't want to get the corona, and I know it's beneficial at the same time. Man, that's crazy. Um, I heard some people on Instagram really been posting about they moving back in and everything. So, um, are you gonna move back in? Or are you gonna do online classes? Because I was thinking like, what, what's the, like some people not athletic though. I see the people who just regular students just want to move back in, but I'm like, why move back in if you gonna be just doing online classes? So it's like you still got a virus yeah. going on. Well, well, if you're an athlete, then I can see why you move back in just to do online classes because if you out of state, which I am. Like, you got to be there for practice. Yeah. So, um, honestly, they haven't talked about us, how it's going to go. Um, only thing I know is they moved all the athletes, like all the girl athletes in the same dorm, which that really doesn't make sense to me because whatever. But they was like, it's just because, you know, y'all travel and y'all go near other people. And I'm like, but you don't know what everybody else doing. Regular students travel. They can go wherever they want. Exactly. But that's, I don't know. But we do still have a roommate, but everyone is required to get tested before they come back. So that's a good thing. But honestly, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing I'm doing. Don't be all up in my face. You know, stay on your side of the room. But, don't touch me. Right. Don't touch me. If you're speaking to me, you better be six feet. 
Like, exactly, all of exactly. It. So, like, I understand from um your boy, like, sorry to, like, disrespect your name or nothing, but your boyfriend, like, he really played football and everything, too, and he and he going through the same problem is, but he going, he got to really go back to do his camp thing. So, it's like, how he feel, like, I understand you, I understand I can't get his answer right now, but how can you, like, say how he feel about that, bro? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was real beat about it because this man was so, like, the same way I said I was so motivated before, you know, I found out we wasn't going back after spring break. Like, this, like, over the summer, like, he been getting his workouts in two to three a day. Mm. And just, like, maybe a week ago, no, nah, maybe, like, two weeks ago, they found out their season was canceled. But... <laughs> Yeah, now that has taken a huge toll. He's still been getting some workouts in, probably more than me, but I know, like, that's hard because, like, he was already dealing with a lot, and so Mm -hmm. football was, like, the last, well, other than me, you know, but football was, like, the last thing that was going to bring him, you know, back, bring that joy back, but now his coach told them that their, which they said their fall season is canceled. Now, I don't know about spring. You never know. They may be able to play in the spring, but as of now, fall, the rest of this year, there will not be any football games. Mm. It's going to be weird, but he gonna, he got it, though, man. He just – he got it. He got it. Yeah. I, I got it. Which I, I feel like he's trying. He really is because he's still been trying to work out even though – but like I said, that motivation of knowing you don't even have no season and they expecting you to bust your butt every day, like, yeah. Exactly. So, like, that's why, I, like, if any coaches listening to this, please talk to your talk to them and get them a motivated speech. Like, look, mm-hmm. we, I, well, we got you, bro. Because every athlete right now just thinking, like, look, we finna go live a regular life, even in the right. right now. And they thinking, like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of me doing this anymore? But. Exactly. I feel that. So, I have to ask this. So, through all your track career, what is your best year? Mm, through all of my, my sophomore year in high school. Mm. That was my favorite year. I'm talking about PR after PR, no injuries, no nothing. Like, everything was so good my sophomore year in high school. If I, I could go that. back and redo everything else, I would go back and start in my sophomore year in high school. I did feel like a movie. I, they always tell me your first two years feel like a movie, though. They always yes. say that. Like, nothing become nothing, no BS come your way. Like, you just, and everything. I say, I say that, I say freshman year and sophomore year and my senior year. I love my senior year the most. I really finally got the, like, I finally had the team, like, I wanted to, and we finally mm-hmm. was on point. But right. even though we didn't perform, like, at state, we wanted to, but we, at least we did, like, we did. But it was just, it, yeah. it was a lot of up and downs. But I looked at coach like I was done after that. I was like, bro, I want to, <laughs> I was done. I was on the floor crying. I was like, I don't yeah, know, I I'm no more. That. <laughs> it, it hurts, man, seeing um a teammate go down when we because he gave me a warning that day. He said, I don't know, I, I think I, I'm like, bro, please tell me you're lying. I just don't want to, I don't want to sub right now, bro. We sub, right. we're gonna fold. He's all I know is they dropped the baton. I sit there like, bro, oh my god, I'm finna hit right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then and one dude gonna come up to me trying to give me a hood. Like, it's okay. I said, bro, you think it's okay? Nigga, just that, stay, that is bro. the worst. That is the worst, especially if you somebody that like beat yourself up a lot over like 
you know, mistakes and stuff, and somebody try to come tell you it's okay. No, it's not okay. Right, not no, right now. Not it ain't. Okay. Like we we've been practicing, but like we did this like so many times. We got there mm-hmm. early. Like we made sure we went to bed early. Like we made sure we ate healthy. I didn't even want to eat healthy that day. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Like we was really having fun. Like I like we took steak serious, but not that serious. So I was like, I was just sitting there, like, bro. All I want to do, I ain't care about that football folk. Like football folks, they be having they be having so many crackheads. McKeechin, everybody was crackhead. That four by four is a serious race. I said that's why I was like, bro, if we win a four by one, we don't have to care about nothing. Coach, like Coach Kenny, could just don't have to brag about that. We could just say, look, we just we tried. We could just tell him we tried. At least we won in the one thing. Right. Like that's it, but we we took it all out we got, and after that we we like we just we just got home and we're done, and after that year, so it was that's why I said uh, like I always look back that year and say dang it was a great year, but I wish the people who still could have run, but you know I can't force anybody who still is, but I'm glad I, we got the one time that we love to the day Swan he doing his thing because he can't he can't I can't wait till he do it in college it's gonna be killing the game, right now. I'm so ready for Swan to make it. For real. But, I yeah. love it. I was like, man, I can't wait. I used to play basketball with that boy. <laughs> <laughs> I told him well. Right. So before we go ahead and wrap this up, anything. So do you got any like so what is your like next? Um I think I actually this um what is like oh okay, no, no I'm gonna do this. All right. I'll be asking this a lot of questions when I do interviews for girls and everything. So mm-hmm. you and your man's at the drive through right now at Wendy's. And you uh-huh. tell them this, and like you said, you can get wherever you you get everything you want. What is his limit? <laughs> What's his limit? What's his limit? You at the Wendy's drive-through, and he, he tell them you can get whatever <laughs> you want. But what is his limit, though? It depends. Like <laughs> if I just got paid, then you can get whatever you want. But if it's one of those weeks where I'm like, hold on, friend, it ain't Friday yet. I ain't got paid. Don't be going over no twenty dollars at no Wendy's. Okay, <laughs> it's Wendy's. <laughs> All right, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, so what is your top five been listening right now? Like, not all the time, just top five right now. Like, what's your music you've been listening to lately? Top five songs? Like, I say artists. Artists. Um, I think you say his name, like, Jivion. Have you ever heard that, um, okay, so you know the Drake album, right? Mm -hmm. His most recent drop. And you know that Chicago freestyle song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dude in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been listening to him. He's actually really good. But mm-hmm. I've been listening to him. Of course, Lil Baby. Um, I've been listening to a couple songs on that Lil Dirk album. I don't really like all of them. But it's like two two or three I listen to. Uh, Who else? Who else I've been listening to? I don't know. I just be getting in the car playing whatever. That's what playlists are for. <laughs> I feel, I feel you. I definitely feel I you. think that's pretty much it. Because, like, Lil Baby, you know, he's been real hot recently. So, mm-hmm. like, I can get in and play a bunch of stuff by him. But but that's just recently. Like, I listen to a whole bunch of other people. But recently, I've just been listening to the same stuff. I don't know why. I guess till it get annoying. 
it, you going it's gonna get annoying and everything. I I remember you the fr- I think you was one. Yeah, you was really the first people who really put me onto Young Nudie, and I really did not know yeah. who the hell that was. And, and I was he been like, disappointing me. He been disappointing me. I gotta be honest. Like when he first was hot, and I was listening to him, and I was telling everybody, y'all need to listen to him. I was so into his music, but like, I don't know. Some people, maybe he was just a one hit wonder. I don't know. He really did change after so I say yeah, I don't, after that album. I say, yeah, after that recent album, he really changed. Because I say he really came with bangers with when he put the baby and some other people. I say oh, he gave me some good songs, but yeah. I still I still want that. I want to feel that. I don't, like I feel like he he just talking like give me yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I just want him to make me feel like I'm in the streets again. Like I'm a right, young dude. Right. No, and I don't be in no streets, but it don't <laughs> feel like it when you listen to it. Like bring that back, please. Bring exactly. That back. Exactly. I feel you. I definitely feel you. So it's been a good, really been talking to you, man. Thank you for educating for everybody who really been doing the thing. Oh, tell everybody your Instagram and what they can do to go buy your own stuff and everything. Okay, so my main Instagram is Life of Crystal May. So that's Crystal with a C and May, M A E. So Life of Crystal May. And then if you want to buy some products, just find out, find out about us at Curlathon, which is C U R L A T H O N. Oh, that's great. Like, please do. And make sure you, y'all donate to my bro, Neil, best friend. Well, um, because her mom died by um, Corona-19. Please go donate and make sure y'all send some prayers. And please wear your mask and make sure you listen to Future and Lil Uzi. They just dropped something tonight. Please go listen. But we're going to be talking about it tomorrow. But um, everybody, please be safe. My name is Keevan. I go by Keevan. This is my podcast. My right-hand man going to be here tomorrow. And I love y'all. Peace. See ya.